0: There is power, power, wonder-working power in the precious blood of the Lamb. Would you be free from your passion and pride? There's power in the blood, power in the blood. Come for a cleansing to Calvary's side. There's wonderful power in the blood. There is power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of the Lamb. There is power, power, wonder-working power in the precious blood of the Lamb. Would you be whiter, much whiter than snow? There's power in the blood power in the blood. Sin stains are lost in its life-giving flow. There's wonderful power in the blood. There is power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of the Lamb. There is power, power, wonder-working power in the precious blood of the Lamb. Would you do service for Jesus your King? There's power in the blood, power in the blood. Would you live daily his praises to sing? There's wonderful power in the blood. There is power, power, wonder working power in the blood of the Lamb. There is power, power. Wonder-working power in the precious blood of the Lamb.
1: Good evening. Our scripturing tonight will come from Jude, verses 17 through 23. Jude, 17 through 23, and I will be reading from the ESV version. And have mercy on those who doubt. Save others by snatching them out of the fire. To others show mercy with fear, hating even the garments stained by, by the flesh.
2: Our psalm before the opening prayer will be number 552. Number 552, we'll sing the first and last verses. Number 552, Walking Alone at Eve.
0: WALKING ALONE AT EVE AND VIEWING THE SKIES AFAR, BIDDING THE DARKNESS COME TO WELCOME its SILVER STAR, I HAVE A GREAT DELIGHT IN THE WONDERFUL SCENES ABOVE. GOD IN HIS POWER AND MIGHT IS SHOWING HIS TRUTH AND LOVE. Oh, for home with God, a place in his courts to rest. Sure in a safe abode with Jesus and the blessed. Rest for a weary soul once redeemed by the Savior's love. Where I'll be pure and whole and live with my God above. Closing my eyes at Eve and thinking of heaven's grace. Longing to see my Lord, yes, meeting him face to face. Trusting him as my all, wheresoever my footsteps roam. Pleading with him to guide me onto the Spirit's home. Oh, for a home with God, a place in his courts to rest, sure in a safe abode with Jesus and the blessed, rest for weary soul once redeemed by the Savior's love. Where be pure and whole and live with my God above.
3: please bow. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for another wonderful day that we can get up, enjoy the beauty of your nature, and come and worship you and sing praises to your name, that we can delve into your word and hear another lesson that we may further our Christian walk with you. Uh, Tonight, as we come before you, there's a, a lengthy list of those on our hearts and minds that are sick or in the hospital not doing well or those who have lost loved ones who have gone on to be with you and that that is great for them but it is hard for us and please be with those individuals that are on our hearts and minds Um, as we go throughout tonight hope everything we do is in a well according manner unto you and as we go from this place please help us to fill our christian duty to to serve you and to spread your word that one day we might all live in heaven with you. Thank you most of all for your son. It's in his name we pray, amen.
2: At this time, would you please mark the invitation song which will be number 607. The invitation song would be number 607. The song before the lesson this evening will be number 311. Number 311, My Hope is Built on Nothing Else. Will you stand, please? Mm. My hope is built
0: on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame but holy, lean on jesus name on christ the solid rock i stand all other ground is sinking sand all other ground is sinking sand When darkness veils his lovely face, I rest on his unchanging grace. In every high and stormy gale, my anchor holds within the veil on christ the solid rock i stand all other ground is sinking sand all other ground is sinking sand his office covenant his blood support me in the whelming flood when all around my soul gives way HE THEN IS ALL MY HOPE AND STAY. ON CHRIST THE SOLID ROCK I STAND. ALL OTHER GROUND IS SINKING SAND. ALL OTHER GROUND IS SINKING SAND. WHEN HE SHALL COME WITH TRUMPET SOUND. oh MAY I THEN IN HIM BE FOUND dressed in his righteousness alone faultless to stand before the throne on christ the solid rock i stand all other ground is sinking sand all other ground is sinking sand
2: be seated please
1: thank you howard I asked Howard earlier today if he would switch songs and lead that song, On Christ, the Solid Rock I Stand, but words are important as we introduce this lesson series tonight, which we'll be talking about rocks. I wanted to say thank you to those who are visiting. I've noticed some new faces, and I know we have uh, Will's mom and dad here tonight, and Good to have them visiting, and we have some other guests, so thank you for being here tonight. It's always an honor to have you. Thank you for being here and uh, encouraging me as I bring this lesson, a new lesson series on rocks. But I wanted to show uh, a rock hound, uh, also known as an earth scientist, a geologist, rock hunter, mineral collector, and here this gentleman has a little pick, and, and uh, it's, it's an interesting profession where you study rocks, and you can tell a lot about where they came from and different kinds of rocks. So it's a fascinating study um, as a rock hound, so I guess I'm asking all of you to join me and be a rock hound as we talk about a particular rock. Tonight, we're going to take a close look at a special rock. So uh, I've had a couple of ladies ask me, does that include Dwayne Johnson? I said, no, I'm sorry. It doesn't include Dwayne Johnson, while he's cool in Hollywood movies and pretty neat and handsome, apparently. That's not the rock that I'll be studying tonight. The rock I'm studying tonight is even stronger than the rock Dwayne Johnson. So who is that rock we're going to talk about tonight? Moses, in one of his songs, you didn't know Moses was a recording artist, did you? But he actually wrote multiple songs. This is in Deuteronomy 32, verse 4. Listen to what Moses said about the rock. Uh, The rock, his work is perfect for all his ways, our justice, a God of faithfulness, and without iniquity, just and upright is he. So the beginning of the series is actually called Jesus, My Rock, and it's sort of based tonight at least on Psalm 62. If you want to open your Bible, we'll be there in just a few moments. Those of you that have traveled around a little while or seen some things, know your geology, recognize, recognize that uh, that mountain in the background. It's actually a huge rock, and you know what it's called, Right. The rock, yes, the rock of Gibraltar. And uh, it has some some interesting history in the war. And uh, so I use that as my my opening picture tonight when I think about a rock. I don't know what kind of forces could destroy the rock of Gibraltar, but that's uh, a pretty amazing place to be and observe when it comes to solid rock. So Jesus is my rock. I want to take your minds for just a moment to a young man uh, anointed by God. And in our next picture, I show uh, uh, an artist's rendering of a young David who is still playing his harp for a particular king named Saul. You recall the story, I'm sure, in Bible class. In this particular artist rendering, he's ducking a javelin which has just been hurled at him by whom? The king. King himself, King Saul, the anointed one, the first king of Israel. And David, also anointed one, now has officially an enemy who's tried to kill him, pin him to the wall multiple times. And so my point tonight is this young man, David, who, uh, speaking of rocks, I think he encountered a giant earlier and a rock was involved in that story, right? Uh, Some people say, why did David pick up five? Well, Goliath had brothers. You know, you never know, right? But it only took one rock that I believe was guided by God, the rock, and he showed great courage. So this man cowering here is not a fearful man. He's not afraid. He's quite courageous, in fact. When he showed up to check on his brothers, uh, when, when Israel was fighting the Philistines, remember what his brothers did to him? They chided him. They rebuked him for being, you're just here to check on us and you're going to take a bad report back to dad. Give us our food and leave, basically. But yet this young boy, the shepherd, stood up to Goliath. So he's no coward. He's a brave man. But yet David, an anointed from God, he had enemies. He had unique challenges. And here he is. His life is being attacked. Somebody wants to kill him besides a giant. Now King Saul, the man who was supposed to listen to his comforting and soothing music. Well, in the next slide, I have a a map here. This is interesting, called David's Flight from Saul. If you'll notice, and I apologize, it's not bigger, but there around the Dead Sea, you'll see a red line. And a bunch of little squiggly red lines and a vertical line there on the left side. Those are all paths that David took in the process of running from whom? From Saul, who was trying to literally hunt him down like a dog. So what I'm doing is I'm setting the context tonight for our lesson about the rock. And here's, here's my question in just a moment. But I want to make an observation first, and that is that even today Christians... Need the rock now more than ever. Do you believe that? You see, David is not the only one with problems and challenges and enemies. Why? Because, church, I want you to understand and listen to this, and this is important. When you stand on God's word and you follow God's laws and precepts, the world will hate you. You believe that? You're supposed to go like this. Everybody go like this. The world will hate me if I stand on God's word, if I follow him and go and teach and subscribe to his moral laws and precepts, the world will hate you. Jesus promised that. So I think, this is just my humble opinion, but I think we need the rock today more than ever because we will be facing spiritual battles in our lives. We are, if you're a teacher in the public school system, you understand that we are facing battles right now over moral issues and things that God teaches. So pray for school teachers to stand on the rock. Back to David's story, dodging the javelin, I ask in the next slide, so how did David survive? How did he weather the storms of life and remain faithful, steadfast? How did he have courage? I want you to listen in David's own words in Psalm 62. We'll begin in verse 2. If you've got your Bible open, let's read verse 2 together. He alone, David says, is my rock and my salvation, my fortress. I shall not be greatly shaken. David had a lot of difficult things to face As he ran from King Saul, as he was being hunted down, he respected the fact that Saul was God's anointed and that he could not take his life, even though he had multiple opportunities. He honored and respected the fact that he was the king appointed by God, but yet he had to lean on God, a stronger power, a higher power than even King Saul. Drop down to verse 7 in Psalm 62. On God rest my salvation and my glory, my mighty rock. My refuge is God. I'll say the same thing in my life and times that were difficult, times where my faith was challenged and I was discouraged. I had to stand on the rock. Verse 8, he says, Trust in him at all times, O people. Pour out your heart before him. God is a refuge for us. David again speaks of the rock in 2 Samuel and in verse 22. Let's see what he says about God. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my rock, in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold and my refuge, my Savior. In verse 3 through 4, he speaks particularly of God delivering him. You save me from violence. I call upon the Lord, who is worthy to be praised, and I'm saved from my enemies. Now, verse 47, you may recognize, as a song that we often sing. The Lord liveth, and blessed be the rock, right? Yeah, the rock of my salvation. I want to tell you, if you're struggling, if there's something going on in your life now, and you're like, these are insurmountable odds, I don't know how i overcome it, there's no solution, I don't know what I'm going to do, remember that we have the rock, church. Praise God that you have the rock, Jesus Christ. He will weather any storm. He will always be for you, there for you. He will never fail. Blessed be my rock, and exalted be my God, the rock of my salvation. In the next few weeks. And if you're visiting, please come back. I've got more. I want to develop four lessons based on this idea of the rock. So one of the lessons i want to bring is Jesus the rock. He's the rock that gives living water. And I want you to think back to the times of the wilderness when the people complained and murmured against Moses. But yet what did God do? He gave them living water. And that same living water manifested himself in the flesh in the New Testament. And he will bring us living water, eternal life. That living water even exists in Revelation, it flows directly from beneath the throne and grows into a raging river, that living water salvation. There's a lot of biblical analogy, a lot of symbolism in the rock. The next lesson, Jesus the rock, he's a powerful and everlasting kingdom. And we find in the Old Testament, in a dream interpreted to a king, that there was a rock, which was the strongest power that existed in the world, stronger than any earthly kingdom. Who was that rock? We'll find out. Next, Jesus the rock, however, a stumbling block and rock of offense To those who were waiting for Messiah, Jesus, the Son of God, was not the Messiah that they anticipated or wanted. And so the religious experts of his day found him offensive. But yet that rock crushed everyone he fell upon. But yet was a strong rock to stand upon. Finally, we're going to talk about Jesus the rock. A lesson which comes from Jesus himself in the Sermon on the Mount. Jesus says that you need to stand on the rock, which is a foundation for your life, it never fails, and it will be there when the storms hit. Maybe you're in a storm tonight. Maybe you're going through a difficulty. But I want to encourage you to think about the rock. Tonight, I'm going to bring a little bit of some thoughts on a song. And first, I want to go through the song and talk about what it means. The, The rhyme is a little old. It was written in 1871. And it was called, There Stands a Rock on the Shores of Time. Um, Written by the Sunday School Journal, kind of interesting that the lyrics were not necessarily created by a person and given credit to one individual. But the Sunday School Journal, later uh, Tullius C. Cain, wrote the tune to There Stands a Rock. And uh, let's look at the first stanza. There Stands a Rock on Shores of Time that rears to heaven its head head sublime that rock is cleft and they are blessed who find within the cleft a rest now i think this is a direct reference to moses you may recall moses uh, had encountered god upon the mountain and had spent quite a bit of time with the lord talking and at one point, Moses, as he loved the Lord and, and uh, sought his leadership and guidance, he said, show me your glory. You may recall that Moses told, or the Lord told Moses that I can't let you see my face. No man will leave, live if he sees my face. But as I pass by, I'm going to hide you in the cleft of the rock, cover it with my hand, and you can see my back. I love this idea of hiding Moses in the cleft of the rock. He was literally in God's presence. And so I think this rock that stands on the shores of time, uh, the rock is cleft, and they are blessed who find within the cleft a rest. Do we seek God's glory? Do we seek intimacy with him? Would we have the gall or the audacity to see, show me your glory, Lord? To say, I want to see you, I want to know you, I want to be close to you and intimate, as Moses was. The Lord Offered him an opportunity to see his back. We know that when Moses went up and and visited with the Lord, that his face would shine. And it kind of traumatized the children of Israel. They saw his face shining, and so he put a veil over his face. But he was in the presence of God. Let's go to the the next slide, which is the chorus. I think this is a very meaningful chorus. Some build their hopes on ever-drifting sand. Sound like another story that involved a rock? Some on their fame or their treasure or their land. Mine's on a rock that forever will stand. Jesus, the rock of ages. The next stanza says, That rock's a cross, its arms outspread. Celestial glory bathes its head. To its firm base my all I bring and to the rock of ages clean." I got to thinking as I was working on this lesson series, there's a lot of songs about rocks. Rock of ages, cleft for me, hide my soul. Hide me, O thou rock of ages. Uh, There's quite a few, and they're encouraging. Next stanza, some uh, the chorus, and then the next stanza on slide 24, that rocks a tower whose lofty height loomed with heaven's unclouded light, opens wide its gate beneath the dome where saints find rest with Christ at home. It's a little bit difficult to, uh, to understand or comprehend in modern English, but a beautiful song nonetheless. And I wanted to sing it tonight. I think those of you that are older like me will remember that song that was actually sung at church. Some of the young people are like, what, I've never heard this song before but it's worth learning. So let's sing the first stanza, and then we'll do the chorus. There stands a rock on shores of time that rears to have its head sublime. That rock is cleft, and they are blessed who find within the cleft a rest some build their hope on the ever-drifting sand. Some on their faith or their treasure or their land. Mine's on a rock that forever will stand. Jesus, the rock of ages. Next stanza that rocks across its arms outspread. Celestial glory bays its head to its firm son. all I bring and to the rock of ages cling. Some build their hopes on the ever-drifting sand, some on their fame or their treasure or their land, mine's on a rock that forever will stand. Jesus, the rock of ages, that rocks a tower whose lofty height illumines with hems on. Clouded light opens wide its gate beneath the dome where saints find rest with Christ at home. Some build their hopes on the ever-drifting sand, some on their fame or their treasure or their land. Mine's on a rock that forever will stand, Jesus, the rock of ages. Tonight is where we bring our lesson toward an end. I want to challenge each and every one of you to think about the rock we all face difficulties and hardships and our faith is challenged. Sometimes we have neighbors who are not nice to us. Sometimes we have issues at work where coworkers are not nice or kind. We find ourselves maybe in a hostile environment. I've counseled and ministered with people who've lost loved ones. They've gone through a spiritual or faith crisis and maybe you even know someone who used to attend church. Many who used to attend here that have drifted away. Why? because they, for some unforeseen reason, took their foot off the rock. They saw things out there that looked attractive. Oh, that's what I need. That will truly make me happy. You know, this Jesus stuff, it's kind of antiquated. Society's going a different direction. I don't think I want to be affiliated with that anymore. And so, sadly, there are many who step off the rock, and they begin to build their house on a different foundation one of sand. So sad to see people who at one time loved the Lord and were zealous about following God who now have started building a house on sand. Maybe you know someone. Maybe tonight as we offer an invitation song, we can pray for someone you know who has built a house on sand and not the rock. The beautiful thing about Jesus Christ is he offers forgiveness to the wayward, The prodigal son, using an example of one who repented of their sins and regained wisdom, came home. They put their faith in God. So I'm looking forward to this lesson series, and I hope that you will enjoy studying it with me. Again, I'm going to go over those those four lessons. Jesus, the rock, he is the rock which gives living water. How refreshing in a desert. In a dry and thirsty land to drink life-giving water. Jesus the rock, a powerful and everlasting kingdom, not made with human hands. One of the things that I cherish and I long for is as my eyes close for the last time on this side of death, I know that I will be ushered into a new and forever kingdom in the presence of my Father where I'll live forever. And there'll be no sin, there'll be no devil, it'll be a wonderful place. And I look forward to that kingdom not made with human hands, and I trust that God will be a steward over my soul. Jesus the rock, however, a stumbling block and rock of offense to the religious experts of his day, planned to kill him, and they felt that they were successful, not understanding and realizing that this was a foreordained plan before the creation of the world, that Jesus would die for my sins, the rock who gave his very life for me, and love me. Finally, Jesus, the rock, a foundation for our life. He never falls. Tonight we sing the song about the rock, the chorus, with some build their hopes on ever-drifting sand, some on their fame or their treasure or their land, mines on a rock that forever will stand. Jesus, oh, the rock of ages. Let's go to the Lord in prayers, and then we'll offer an invitation song. Father, we come to you tonight and we just come to you and ask that you will bless us and help us to always remember that there is no surer footing than standing on the rock. We thank you, Father, for not only bringing Jesus in the flesh and walking among us and teaching us perfectly, but you brought with Christ and the apostles powerful signs and wonders. Wonders of the Holy Spirit working in people's lives and healing, removing demons and and giving life once again. People who are healed of ailments and infirmities, but perhaps most importantly, Father, we know that Jesus had the ability to forgive sin. Jesus had the ability to grant eternal life to those he chose. And we see all of these things happening, Father. So we know tonight as we lift up this prayer to you, that there are those maybe who are beloved brothers or sisters who've walked away, who've become enchanted by things of the world, who've sold out their soul to things that the devil offers, and he sugarcoats those images of peace and tranquility, but yet we know they end in destruction. Father, help us to lead them back to the rock, Jesus Christ. We know that in times of difficulty, when our faith is challenged, that you will always be there as the rock for us. The foundation is secure. Help us keep our feet firmly planted on the rock. We love you, Lord, and we pray that as we study these lessons on Sunday night, that we'll be reassured that we can always trust you, that your promises will never fail. Father, I pray that tonight, as these words touch the ears of my listeners, that perhaps there'll be someone that will ask for specific prayer for someone who needs Jesus Christ. Maybe a brother or sister who's walked away. We lift up this prayer to you and ask for your blessing. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. As we can bring this lesson to a close tonight, I want to ask for uh, your continued prayers. Uh, Meg is having a hard time with her dad, and he's not doing well. So just say a little prayer for Meg this week that God will strengthen her and help her as she gives care to her parents. The invitation is yours tonight. We hope that something in the lesson touched your heart and we can help you in some way but let's stand and sing together as howard leads us
0: jesus is calling 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 jesus is calling today why should i linger 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 i will arise and away They are so happy, happy, happy. Who do their Savior obey? Why should I linger, linger, linger? I will arise and away. Jesus is pleading, pleading, pleading. Why should I wander in sin? While to his glory, 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 glad he would welcome me in. They are so happy, happy, happy. Who do their Savior obey? Why should I linger, linger, linger? I will arise and away Jesus is waiting, waiting, waiting. Open now, stand of the door Soon the night falleth, 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 close to the gates evermore. They are so happy. Happy, happy, who did their Savior obey? Why should I linger, linger, linger? I will arise and
2: away. If there's anyone here tonight who has not had an opportunity to pray for the Lord's Supper, it is prepared in room one, and you can exit to that room at this time. Our closing song will be number 471 Abide with me. We'll sing the first and last verses. Number 471.
0: Mm. Abide with me, fast falls the eventide. The Darkness deepens, Lord, with me abide. When other helpers fail and comforts flee, help of the helpless, so oh, abide with me. I cross me for my closing eyes. Shine through the gloom and point me to the skies. Heav's morning breaks and earth's faint shadows flee. Life and death, O Lord, abide with me.
4: Will you bow with me, please? Heavenly Father, uh, thank you very much for giving us this opportunity for our membership to come together and to study your word and worship you. Uh, As we leave here tonight and throughout the week, if any opportunities arise that uh, help us to see those opportunities to share uh, what we have learned tonight and other nights with those that may not know that, Father, you are the foundation of our faith. Uh, We have quite a few on our prayer list, and Lord, you know who they are, and we ask that you give them comfort as only you can do we especially want to mention uh, the young family and uh, the the tragedy that they're going through thank you for the work that Tom and Meg uh, do here at Stroudsville and uh, we also ask to please provide comfort for Meg and give her strength to be able to deal with uh, the things that need to be done Uh, we thank you again dear father for your love it is through Jesus Christ's name we pray Amen.